Welcome back to the Resilient Living Show and Happy New Year. Happy 2021. And let's stand in agreement that this is going to be a better year for us. We are on the bounce back. I wanted to share with you a definition of resilience and what this show is about. Resilience is when we develop the capacity to bounce back quickly and effectively. And it is our goal in life and everyday life, but especially this year after so much tragedy and setbacks and so many things that we didn't expect to, to, to go through. And now we have an opportunity to practice bounce back. So let's recapture some of the self-compassion and self-efficacy that we probably need to develop or redevelop in this year. So today's episode is going to be on denial. It's a big topic. It may be a part two to this, but I'll see how much I could get in this show and determine what we're going to um, talk about further. Uh, denial, denial, denial. How many times have you found yourself in some level of denial as far as your marriage, other relationships, your job, your skill set, your grief that we've talked about before? Denial has a tendency to be derived from our own arrogance, our own limitations, our own fear, avoidance even our own lack of awareness of reality, what's real, real data, real facts. And so I work with a lot of people every day in some form of denial. Denial is related when we don't admit or confess something, a truth about ourselves. I challenge women all the time, walk in your truth, stand in your truth, operate in your truth versus denial. Denial has a tendency to hold us back, but we actually use it as a buffer to not feel, to stay functional. I would rather not deal with that. So I'm going to choose to believe something else in this moment. Can it give us a false sense of resiliency? Denial absolutely can. It's that proverbial sticking our head in the sand. But if we can stay functional, most of the time we'll go ahead and stay in denial because we feel that we're being effective and successful. Denial is part of self-sabotage, kind of a pretense of life. Denial hides shame, guilt, responsibility, grief, being humiliated, being demeaned, being forgotten, being replaced, being disrespected. So denial actually does help us stay functional for a time. So let's talk about denial in different areas. 
And since I'm a relationship therapist, we'll start with relationships first. And one of our most important relationships is if we're married or in a committed relationship. Sometimes instead of having a deep conversation with our significant other, we'll deny that there's problems or issues going on and we just suck it up and we suck it up until we can't. We have kind of a dysfunctional conversation or argument. It doesn't get resolved because if both parties cannot admit and confess their part of it and take full responsibility and accountability for it and even state what the fears are, what the avoidance is, what the denial is all about, that we can't get to a point of reciprocity and reconciliation. I work with women that are dealing with their own addictions and addictions of their husbands. And one of the first things that I hear is, how could I have chosen someone that has this lifestyle? How, why didn't I know? Why didn't I see it? So the denial of an issue greater than themselves and an issue that was not related before that union, before that commitment, there's a denial that happens of the pain, the blame and the shame. And there's all of a sudden a willingness to endure that defective relationship. And then you start to lose yourself. Sometimes you lose your self-control. Then we start to wonder, well, what's wrong with me that I didn't see this? Denial comes from our pattern of attachment. It really depends on how we grew up. And we'll talk about that over and over again. It's all about the roots, our root systems, where we come from, what was modeled to us, what we kind of, you know, adapted into as a normal process. And it really wasn't a normal process. So denying that we have issues and challenges in our primary relationship and just to fake it till we make it. Again, everything has an expiration date. Everything comes to a head. Because certain things aren't meant to be just simply tolerated and pushed down or, you know, buried somewhere. It causes us issues and problems. So in relationships, when we start having issues with sleep. Either we're sleeping too much or we're not getting to that restful sleep where we have a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep. Another indication where things that we absolutely love and used to crave doing, we have diminished interest in. Our self-esteem starts getting affected and that's how we esteem ourselves. That's how we consider ourselves. 
because there's guilt or added responsibility because someone in that relationship isn't taking their own responsibility. Start to deal with low energy, feeling immobile, kind of out there as far as a lack of focus, lack of concentration, poor concentration. Increased appetite as far as feel good, um, things, fats, sugars, all of that goopy stuff. <laughs> or sometimes we don't have an appetite at all. Sometimes there's agitation and vibration in our bodies that we just can't settle. We're just moving. And if we really get into despair and we don't stop this cycle of denial, then we could actually get into suicidal ideation simply because we're not in reality and we start believing all the things that our pain speaks to us. Because denial is a level of pain that we try to tolerate. Another area of denial has been obvious as far as this pandemic. How many people do you know have denied that COVID is a thing, you know, coming into or desiring to just simply think about or not think about it, believing these conspiracy theories, all of that is denial. As I said before, denial is a dynamic of self-deception we start to deceive ourselves because we don't want our lives to change because change happens all around us, but sometimes we have a resistant to change because we get so comfortable in our little nests that we don't wanna look at our flaws. We don't want to look at the things that are hard for us to do. So denial is thinking contrary to what is truly going on in life, in the world, in that millisecond. It's our truth, it's what we are ex actually experiencing. So to be in denial as far as where we are as a people, as a culture, in relationship, in our jobs and positions that may never come back, and the fact that we have to learn something new and use ingenuity and creativity in a totally different way that maybe we haven't thought about, or we just ill timing. Well, I thought I was going to do this a couple years from now, but not right now. So we come against ourselves when we deny how we feel, when we deny that we hurt, when we deny our own grief and hold it in, we deny our truth. And so let's really think about the different areas of our lives. And it's different for each of us as far as how things have come in to start to erode and shut down and make us feel uh, stuck. You know, anxiety is real. Depression is real, especially during this time. We can really do well with a low level of anxiety. It helps us perform. It keeps us task oriented. 
it helps us focus. And then it starts to narrow our scope because we get so overwhelmed so easily. That's the reason for denial. We don't want to get overwhelmed, but we get overwhelmed so easily. Again, we have to shift our perception in order to not feel overwhelmed, to calm our bodies down when it vibrates. We even cover denial with substances, with alcohol, with opioids, with gaming, avoidance. But a lot of times denial is the very thing that lends itself to compulsive behavior. That's addiction, that we can't stop doing things because we're so used to medicating and stuffing down and avoiding the reality. Then we are all of a sudden have all of these side effects from compulsive behavior that we do over and over again to soothe ourselves, to help ourselves. All of it is relating to denial. So I want you to take an accounting of your life and I want you to think about what it's going to take for you to start challenging faulty behavior. We all have internal negative beliefs about ourselves and about the world around us. What is it going to take for you to change? Not changing someone at your work or changing that your job may not return. It's not about changing your significant other or your kids. What about making a commitment to change the things that you actually have control over? And that's ourselves that you can change, that will change every relationship that you are in. You can change things that you put up with, things that you're in denial of, things that you've been medicating, things that you've been avoiding talking about. Doing your work, your healing, apart from anyone else, any other situation, this is, has been, uh, 2020 has been an amazing year of ingenuity and entrepreneurship. So a lot of people stretched themselves in the year 2020, starting businesses, getting rental property, selling those cakes and cookies and, and crafts that you've perfected doing. And now you're making a living through it. It's become your side hustle. So as you go through your work and your healing, to get back into your true identity, we have these fractures of ourselves as we're on that road to wholeness. We have fractures and areas of ourselves that are exiled from ourselves that aren't completely hold, whole and healed. So that's where we can start to get out of denial and into a level of acceptance. And acceptance doesn't mean, oh, I'm so I'm feeling so great about this relationship and I accept that it's jacked up, that it's dysfunctional. No, acceptance simply means I understand my capacity 
but I also understand the limitations of the people that are in my life. And that is a level of acceptance that we can stand in. I accept where I am today. Doesn't mean that I have to stay there. Doesn't mean that this is my forever place. But I have to accept the fact that COVID is real. I accept the fact that my relationships can use an overhaul. I accept the fact that my life can be limited or it can be an amazing journey of growth, of tenacity and well-being. Do I have to do it perfectly? We don't have to do it perfectly. That's what puts us in denial as well, thinking that we have to perfectly execute things. Sometimes that's derived from our childhood, having high expectations and having a performance attachment versus a secure attachment. And that's okay, because whether it's a spouse or significant other, a coworker, a child, a cousin, a friend, a neighbor, we could still live in our truth and we could have the emotional regulation by simply taking care of ourselves. Change starts with us in any area of our life and any relationship. And we have to realize change is a good thing. And beginning again is a perfect, a perfect mindset to have on a day like this, January 1st, 2021. Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? I want to grow. I want to have this life. I want to be like this person. I want to be able to get over things quickly. I don't want to have to be anxious everywhere I go. I don't want to have to carry depression everywhere that I go. I want to be free. Why not you? Why not be free? Why not be creative? Why not be a risk taker? Why not stand in your reality regardless of what it is so that we can grow together? You are the vessel of all of these things. All of this denial is affecting and is stored in. That needs to be liberated. That needs to be drained off. We believe too many lies about ourselves. So much depression is, is rooted in that. And we take on things as flaws when it's actually a part of our good character. We've lived through hard things. So that means we can do hard things. So I wanna leave you with some ideas of increasing your resiliency around denial. And the first one is self-forgiveness because there's too much weight of blaming yourself for every single thing that's happened in your life. Things that have blown up our lives. Sometimes it just helps us grow up. 
to be more tenacious, to be more stable. So self-forgiveness is huge. And it's one of those things that has a tendency to rob us of joy because we take on so much responsibility that doesn't even belong to us. The second idea I want you to consider is self-love. Sometimes we don't know how to love ourselves because we haven't been loved well from childhood and marriage, significant relationship. So we have this undeserving or something's wrong with me or I'm not enough complex. When sometimes resolving our, our um, resolving with ourselves restoring the relationship with ourselves should be our number one priority because when we, once we restore our relationship with ourselves then every single relationship that we have looks different it looks healthier because we're healthier and more assured and the next thing i want you to consider is self-compassion Sometimes we don't even know how to say, you know what, I did my best today. I'm proud of my effort today. I didn't get everything done, but I accept myself and I, and, and I did a good job. Another thing to consider if you're a person of faith is to align yourself up with what God says that you are. We are accepted into the beloved. We are the head and not the tail, above, not beneath. He's given us power to make wealth and to resolve our issues. Sometimes we have to reestablish our relationship with our higher power. I know I wouldn't be here today without my higher power relationship and it gets cultivated deeper and deeper as I learn more about myself and as I heal those wounds, I invite God in. But sometimes if we're not practicing resiliency and we feel that we're so consumed with fact-finding and responsibility that we can't do that, but this is part of our own resiliency. And the last thing I want you to consider as far as increasing your resiliency, as far as getting out of the denial, <clears throat> and back into reality where we could actually make significant changes and, and life-affirming changes that everything doesn't have to be devastating is to find your tribe. I can't stress that um, uh, more as far as having someone in your corner, someone that is real, someone that is safe and confidential with your stuff, someone that will affirm and validate you and remind you of your successes, remind you of the things that you wanna do, that will simply love you unconditionally. We have to find those people in our tribe. We have to find our crew Because change is not for the faint at heart. 
we need to find and connect with people that are already doing it so we can build each other, affirm each other, root each other on. So we may be in denial for a short season, but now it's time to come out because this is an opportunity for change and newness and to heal those broken places that were broken even before the pandemic, before the shutdown, before the deaths. So thank you for tuning in today. And I thank you for passing this message on that denial is just a temporary place until we get our footing and find those people that could echo our words back to us to get us in that right-mindedness that we don't want to stand in arrogance and fear and avoidance. It's time to live. It's time to utilize all of those things that have made us strong and capable. It's time to live and it's time to live well. So thank you for tuning in today. Blessings to you.